Hello, creeps and ghouls. You're listening to Martell's Movie Madness with your host, Ryan Martell and Cagney Larkin. So grab your popcorn and try to survive the movie madness. <laughs> Hey y'all, welcome to Martell's Movie Madness. This is your host, as always, Ryan Martell. And I am not joined by Cagney this week. Uh, We decided that after shooting all weekend and uh, running out a lot of gas, spending a lot of money, uh, that today we would just kind of chill at the house. Uh, It's about an hour drive for me to get to Cagney's house where we record usually... um, and uh, the reason we record at his house is because not only does he have a much better quality movie watching setup, uh, but he has better quality internet as well. So it is easier for me to upload everything very quickly. Um, but this week I'm doing it from the house like I used to do um, pretty much every episode, except for the ones that I like interview people on location. Um, so yeah, this week we're just going to be talking about like what the weekend was like for the shoot, um, just give you guys a little update on the movie, uh, talk about things to come in October here, and uh, all that good stuff. Uh, before I get started though, I do want to thank everybody who participated in the Charlotte Film Festival this year, all the people who entered movies. Uh, submitted movies and, and had movies screened. Congratulations. Uh, everybody who watched a movie, thank y'all for um, supporting the Charlotte Film Society and the Charlotte Film Festival. Uh, it's very important that we keep the Charlotte Film Society around as long as possible. Uh, they're doing a lot of good for the film community in Charlotte. Uh, they're trying to open a community theater after this uh, COVID-19 shit is all a blimp in the past, or at least until they can open theaters again. Uh, they're, they're doing a fundraiser currently, uh, through GoFundMe, I believe. Uh, you can find the link for that on all of our social medias. Just go onto the, um, on Facebook, it'll be in the website section. Uh, on Instagram and Twitter, it's right there in our bio. Click on that link tree link. It'll take you to a a list of links for all of our different social medias. Um, The Patreon's there. The YouTube channel's there. Uh, What else is on there? Uh, The fundraiser for that, for the Charlotte Film uh, Society's community theater is there. Um, There's also, I think, a link for... Uh, Vizar videos, donations, and such. So go on over there and check it all out. Uh, make a donation to the Charlotte uh, Community Theater, especially if you live in Charlotte and you're listening to this, uh, because it's very important, because we don't have any art house cinemas in Charlotte anymore. Uh, the Manor's closed. The, uh, what's the Stonecrest one is closed. Uh, and... You know, we just don't have any small art house theaters anymore. We're going to have to go to Concord Mills if we want to watch a artsy-fartsy movie now. And even then, it's only going to play like twice. And 
you know, at seven o'clock and you're going to miss it probably. Uh, but yeah, make sure you go and support the Charlotte Film, uh, Charlotte Film Society, I'm sorry, and uh, Charlotte Film Festival and all the Back Alley Film Festival, all that Back Alley Film Series, all that good shit. Uh, big shout out to my homeboy Jay Marong for putting all that together. Um, also, I want to say, I want to do a big shout out to the Ayersley Grand Cinema. Uh, it's the only independent cinema in Charlotte right now. Um... And they've been closed the entire uh, quarantine, I guess. Uh, the entire time we've been in a, like a restricted um, gathering uh, capacity, I guess. I don't know, because um, it's not a quarantine anymore. It's not a stay-at-home order. There's just laws about how many people can gather at certain places and what they can do. I don't know. <clears throat> It's complicated. But yeah. Uh, I also want to shout out the 60 Second Horror Challenge again. Uh, this is going to be virtual. It's going to be online October 17th. Uh, should be a lot of fun, dude. Um, I don't know exactly how this is going to be, but it's going to be 60, 60 Second or Less Horror Movies uh, from all kinds of different subgenres. And they're going to have celebrity judges for the awards and everything. Uh, so, yeah, I'm looking forward to checking that out. More information can be found on that on their social medias. Just type in 60 Second Horror on Instagram or Facebook and it'll pop right up, I'm sure. Uh, but getting that said, that is October 17th. So that's coming up right around the corner. That's it. Yep, it's officially spooky season, y'all. Um... The weather's getting cooler. Leaves are falling. Um, I do have a couple of things that I watched this week. I didn't watch a lot because I was very busy this week. Uh, I did watch Veronica on Shudder. Uh, that's Glenn Danzig's movie. Um, man, uh, what can I say about this movie? Uh... A lot of people are comparing it to The Room and saying it's horror's version of The Room. Um, I can see that. I could definitely see the comparison. Um, I'll give Danzig credit. Like, he did put a lot of nudity in this movie, or partial nudity in this movie, which is something he was promising that it was going to deliver on the eroticness of horror that's kind of been missing for a long time, I guess. Uh, maybe he means mainstream horror, because, like, there's still a lot of really sleazy movies that are coming out independently. But, uh, it's, it's, it's really a, a throwback to those old sexploitation movies from the 60s and 70s, but with that, um, modern feel to it, and it has, like, just the amount of camp and... It's, it's, it's got to be, it's not intentional. I'm sure it's not intentional. I feel like Danzig meant to make a good movie, but uh, this is not a good movie. Uh, I might watch it again, eventually. Uh, I might try to show it to people just to kind of like, so that they have, like I have a shared experience with them. Uh, I gave it a 1.5 out of 5 on the Martell scale. Um... <clears throat> 
it gets the one for the all the very beautiful women that are in it because if there's one thing this movie has it's very beautiful women uh it also gets that 0.5 because i feel like it's oddly genuine uh which is weird when you talk about danzig and genuineness in the same thing which i guess he's always kind of been too too serious about how genuine he is with his horror and uh darkness uh which i guess kind of that that means that the movie kind of fits with danzig because it's so uh it's so goofy but it takes itself really seriously so yeah maybe okay so maybe 1.5 is unfair maybe i'll give it a two i'll go ahead and give it a full-blown two so it, it it is exactly what you would probably think danzig would make as a movie um knowing what you know about danzig from the media uh my pick of the week this week however is a movie we were gonna watch we were gonna do a bonus episode uh with the s craig zeller uh trilogy bone tomahawk dragged across concrete and um brawl on sub 99 and i picked bone tomahawk from a pick of the week this week it is a five out of five of course it's brutal it's bloody it's tense it's dramatic um it's just about everything you could ask for in a western horror movie uh you got patrick wilson uh kurt russell richard jenkins a little cameo from sid haig there at the beginning a bit part for david arquette um yeah that's uh without spoiling it i can't get too into it so i want you guys to go out and check bone tomahawk out it's available to watch now on prime if you've got the uh prime subscription uh you can also pick it up at most walmarts for like five bucks on blu-ray so definitely check that one out for sure <clears throat> all right so that's all i have from what you're watching and all the dates just out of the way um this is gonna be a pretty short episode because i don't want to like drone on and ramble about the movie and the shoot um but i do want to kind of give you guys something this week uh because i haven't missed a week yet the only week that i kind of phoned it in was one week when i was uh, possibly dying of COVID-19 uh, back in the winter um, where I put a Patreon exclusive episode up as a new episode for the public um, but yeah so we, we started filming Saturday this is uh, I'm recording this on Monday September 28th so we started filming on the 26th um, we got we had our opening scene set for our for the, to be the first thing we shot and because it, it was a it was the only scene that really had like a legit special effects gag for it and we had to get we had get dead crew in the house uh megan uh from get dead crew was out here and she helped us out with some intestines and some fake blood uh and some and a blood shooter thing um she also made us a, a dead body in a body bag to use later on in the film and um what else did we 
use from Oshi. She went and okay, so uh, we we have another gag in the movie uh, that is uh, it's a mouth foaming thing. Um, sure, everybody's seen uh, the trauma movies where they use it a million times. It's like a good old standby for trauma, the foaming of the mouth. <clears throat> um, but you know, it's just Alka Seltzer water and food coloring. So you know. I figured we would just get the Alka-Seltzer fruit coloring and water ourselves. Uh, she actually went out and bought us a whole case, a whole box of Alka-Seltzers and a whole dropper of food coloring. Uh, and she really, like, uh, she was the only person that we actually was were able to pay with our budget. Um, she was only on set for one day. Uh, she's got a restrictive diet. She didn't really want to um, impose that on us, so we just elected to actually pay her out of the budget. Um, and she did a fantastic job. She went over and uh, she went up over and above for us. Uh, just fantastic professional. Uh, so we went ahead and got that shot out of the way because she needed to be. Um, at her job right after she finished with us at about 11 o'clock. Um, so we had a call time for another actor to be on set at 10 o'clock because we were going to shoot his scenes right after, not, not right after, but like, uh, let's see, around lunchtime we were going to shoot his scenes. Um, uh, but he didn't show up on time. He was two or three hours late. Nobody could get in touch with him for the longest time. Uh, then the other person for his scene didn't show up. He was about three to four hours late. Uh, it was just very... That was the only big snag of that day. Uh, we weren't able to get some shots with uh, one of our actors because we just mismanaged our shooting schedule we we shot some stuff that we could have shot later in the day when we should have been shooting her stuff we were trying to keep all the location stuff together but we needed to move and it just didn't work out but it'll be okay because now we're just gonna you know pick it back up whenever we can uh we're not gonna rush the filming or the editing of this movie we're gonna make sure we have something very quality to put out. <clears throat> uh, that being said, we did most of our main, like, major gags on Saturday. So we had the opening scene, we had another scene um, where a guy gets covered in shit somehow. And, uh, you know, we got a lot of good stuff going on in this movie. Uh, so Sunday... We had to do pretty much the rest of the movie, and we got everything, everything we had projected to shoot this weekend, we got done, except for one scene. Uh, well, yeah, one, one and a half scenes we didn't get done, um, <clears throat> but we're going to get those done, hopefully within the next few weeks, you know, if not by the end of next month, or the end of October, I should say. Um, we also 
had a fantastic time shooting on Sunday. Uh, the uh, the scene with the satanic sex cult is just going to be hilarious. It's going to really, really, really have you guys just going crazy laughing. We have a very, very talented uh, cast for those those scenes, and uh, we honestly, we, we got thrown Monkey Wrench because the, the week before we shot, all of the women that were supposed to be in our satanic sex cult dropped out. They just quit on us. Um, you know, and, and I, I understand people, people were telling us no for that, for those roles and the couch girl role from the beginning. They just weren't comfortable with the roles. Uh, they, they, they require, uh, being scantily clad and I get that. It's, it's a movie where we're asking you to work for food. Um, you know, it's something that you don't want to do for nothing. Uh, I knew people who wanted to do it, but they just didn't, it wasn't feasible for them to be here and be in it. Um, I would have liked, I would have loved nothing more than to have had the budget to actually like bring people in, like fly actors in. Because I had a few people that were, would have been perfect for those roles. Uh, I had a girl from Mississippi that would have been amazing as Couch Girl and a cultist, which was what we were going to do originally. We had a girl cast as a as Couch Girl and a cultist because the cultists wear masks, so it didn't really matter. Um, and then another girl that would have been fantastic as a cultist for sure. Um, just didn't work out that way, though. So we have an all-male cult right now in the movie, which is fine, and I think it actually works out better. I think it's funnier uh, with it being an all-male sex cult. <laughs> it's just... <clears throat> the, the level of uh, performance that we got out of our uh, lead sex cult actor, Zane Riley, was just insane. Um, I also want to say that the character Lewis is played by a guy named Larry Pinto, who is very, very good at acting, much too good to be in this movie, um, but he was a integral part of the production as well as, uh, an actor in the movie, uh, cannot thank Larry enough, um, I know he's probably not going to listen to this. Maybe he will, though, just because he knows that we're going to be talking about the movie on here. <clears throat> but thank you, Larry. I told you in person a bunch, and I made sure that you knew that you were the fucking man. But uh, that was a great performance. Same thing with Zane. Like, those two just killed it. Um, you know, I thought I was a decent actor. I'm probably not, but... Uh, those guys killed it. So, they make up for whatever I lack. Um, but yeah, we had a... I mean, everything kind of went smooth. I mean, I, I, we had high tensions. Tempers flared for a moment. Uh, not gonna lie, it was mostly me getting mad at the people who I hired that decided they were gonna be disrespectful and unprofessional and 
not show up when they were supposed to be here and then just disrupt things on set. But, uh, you know, Saturday was kind of rocky. Sunday we had one little snag foo, and then that was a fucking smooth sailing day. That day was just like, Sunday was the day. Saturday was a little rough. Sunday was fucking great, though. Uh, so, yeah, we, we fucking... We put a lot into this movie, man. Uh, we thankfully had a budget that was given to us by an investor. Uh, we would have liked to try to get more. Uh, our, our, Go, our Indiegogo is sitting at about... 105, 110, somewhere in that area. Maybe, no, it's at 130 now, I think. Um, we wanted to raise about uh, 2,500 more just to kind of have a big, bigger budget and at least enough to maybe pay our actors a little bit, uh, which <clears throat> none of them really, none of them ask for money. When we, they're all amateurs. None of them are like, the, uh, we do have two SAG actors in our movie, uh, Larry and Zane are both, uh, gonna be card-carrying SAG members, well, actually, Larry is, he is currently, and, uh, Zane will be, um, but yeah, we, we got, uh, we got friends to do the things, you know, it's just like, we're just a bunch of kids making a movie, basically. And I think it's pretty crazy. Uh, Cagney had made a few shorts before. I had been in a movie, but I had not made anything yet. Um, and now we're making this, and we've already got plans for the sequel. Uh, we're going to start shooting on the sequel. Probably on the same night that we do the... Uh, the same day we do the pickups for the movie, for the first movie, we're going to start filming for the sequel. Um, because the sequel is going to be um, a little different from the first one. We're going we're gonna to go in a different direction. Uh, but it's still going to be a lot of fun. and It's going to be very on brand. And you'll see what we mean once you see the first movie. Um... But yeah, I just want to shout out everybody who donated to our Indiegogo. Everybody who bought a shirt directly from me and Cagney. Uh, it's just amazing that there are anybody, that there's anybody out there who believes in independent cinema. You know, it, it, to me, I know there's people out there, but like South Carolina, North Carolina, it seems like the people in this town, these cities, the, the, these states are more apathetic towards film for some reason. Uh, they want to, they, they're more drawn to like, um, like music and painting and stuff like that. Like, not really necessarily film or theater <clears throat> but it's good to know that a lot of our peers and associates are very supportive of what we want to do um, big shout out to my mom for fixing dinner on Sunday night we had burgers and hot dogs 
she almost burned her whole house down trying to cook those hot dogs for us. Uh, don't ask how. <laughs> but yeah, we had a big, we had a great cast. Um, this kid named Sam played one of our played our only other sex cultists besides Zane, and he was just fantastic. So, I think when our finished product is ready, you guys are going to be very pleased with the outcome. You're going to laugh your asses off, and hopefully it's got enough blood and guts in it for you. Uh, that's all I really got this week, y'all. Uh, be, be on the lookout for little teasers and trailers coming soon. Uh, we've got some stills up on the social medias right now. Um, be on the lookout for some new videos on the YouTube. It's getting up to uh, October. Starting on October first, we're going to be doing. I'm going to be doing the 31 Days of Horror on our 31 Days of Halloween on YouTube. So be on the lookout for those videos dropping, hopefully daily. Uh, I know I fell behind a couple of days, a couple of weeks. Yeah, no, okay. So I fell behind a couple of times last year. I'll say that because. Uh, I don't think I ever got more than a couple of days behind, but there were definitely some videos that dropped a couple days late, so be on the lookout for all those. Hopefully I get them all out daily. Um, follow me on social media, or follow us on social media, I should say, at Martell's Movie Madness on Instagram and Facebook, at MovieMadness69 on Twitter. Uh, the Patreon is patreon.com slash martell's movie madness uh check me out uh at trailer trash god on instagram at martell the god on twitter and you can just find uh well it's, i think it's the ryan martell on facebook but uh that facebook is under construction right now so don't go check that out um i cagney is cags loves movies on twitter uh cagney likes this on instagram go ahead and follow him uh, we're going to be posting a lot of updates about the movie coming up, um, and hopefully we get it to Troma and they like it and want to distribute it for us because that would be so many dreams come true at one time. Uh, but yeah, thank y'all for listening. Uh, I'm going to drop that Conjuring franchise breakdown at the same time I drop this one on, uh, Patreon, so be on the lookout for that too. Let's watch some fucking movies. Looks like you survived the movie madness. Congratulations. Come back next week for more chills, thrills, and spine-tingling tales of terror and movies. Because that's what makes the world go round.